Hello, beautiful women. It is such an honor today for me to welcome you to the first ever four-part podcast series, Yogalicious Honest Conversations, Realigning with Your Own Sacred Rhythms. This is a series that I've designed for you to come home to yourself, to come home to feeling that freedom again within yourself, and to receive inspiration on how to come back to your center and realign to your own rhythms in a world where we can so easily drift away and get out of sync with our own needs, our own desires, our body, our soul, and our own wants. My name is Melanie Elkin, and I am the creator and founder of Yogalicious, which is a movement for women to celebrate and nourish all of you, and I will be your host for this very sweet podcast series. As a modern woman, I feel it's so easy to get swept up in the noise of be better, do more to be successful. You're never enough. Your body's never enough. Be a good girl. Be a good friend. Be a good mother. Be a good daughter. Give to others before you give to yourself. These stories and beliefs, I feel, can draw us further away from our own authentic rhythms. And authentic rhythms, to me, is that way of being with yourself when you're really tuning in, listening, living from what your body, your energy, your mind, your soul, your psyche are asking of you in that moment-to-moment experience and then lining yourself up with that wisdom. I found in my own journey that when we're out of sync with ourselves, everything rustles and we can often feel more anxious, fearful, disconnected from our own center, burnt out, feeling like we are just running on autopilot. This podcast is an invitation for you to come back home to the importance and the vital experience of what it feels like to be aligned with your own rhythms and learning how to uniquely experience that for yourself. In my experience, when you're lined up and in sync with your own rhythm of life, you begin to feel in the flow in everything you choose. You feel more free, more alive, connected to your center, more clear in your thoughts, and even more connected to those around you. It's like everything becomes much more easeful. And so over these next four conversations, you'll get to hear from four amazing women who I have had the pleasure of working with and still do as clients as they share real, raw, honest conversations of what their journey of being out of sync with themselves was like. And then the powerful practices and choices they created through the Yogalicious container to come home to themselves on every level. From being completely reliant on external validation, to the grip of perfectionism and people-pleasing, to the effects of body shaming, and even to the detrimental effects of thinking that self-care was selfish. I imagine you'll feel moved by their stories and sharing and receive these stories that they're going to be sharing and you'll receive some gems of wisdom you can apply right away. This podcast series is also in honor of the opening of my newest incarnation of the Yogalicious six-month group program, Realigning to Your Sacred Rhythm and Essential Expression. This in-person, in Santa Barbara, intimate circle experience is a program that comes straight from my heart and my deep passion to support you and other women on the journey home to yourself. I will meet you wherever you are on that journey of realigning to your authentic rhythms and truly coming home to being who you are in the world. Instead of working hard on yourself, we will playfully come together to create new possibilities, even in the most sticky of places or the places that you keep repeatedly getting stuck. 
It's a unique experience supporting you in shifting out of the hamster wheel, reacting to yourself and your body paradigm into creating a life where you feel in flow, nourished, open, in tune, and present with your own authentic rhythms. I have poured my heart, my soul, my learning, my discoveries, and I'm always continue to still be in into this program, and I've designed it to meet you at all levels, essential self-care, sisterhood, mentorship, yoga, meditation, mantra, rituals, realigning to the cycles and the rhythms that are happening in your body month to month, coaching, and practices to support you in creating a new story around your body and expression. Our journey begins October 2017, and there is a special discount for any woman who joins us for the early bird special from this podcast. It would be such a joy to play with you for this year's program, something I only offer once a year. So if you're interested in learning more, you can follow the link www.melanieelkin.com forward slash six dash month dash group dash program. For now, go ahead and curl up on your sofa, draw a bath, go for a delicious walk, or grab a cup of tea and join us for this very special intimate conversation. (laughs) It's really happening. All right, we're recording. We're live. Here we are. Hello. Welcome. I am super excited to introduce you today to Rebecca Lovejoy. Um, She is someone that I have known for a very long time. Uh, Even before she was a client of Yogalicious, I have known her uh, way back in the yoga days. I think it was like 2010. So I've known you for a long time. And yeah, and I am so happy to share her with all of you that are listening today. She's someone that, um, as I even just speak about her and feel into her, I'm getting the chills in my body. Um, Someone that I really uh, admire and love dearly and have seen and been witness to her growth and expansion and expression. And I'm excited for you to get to know her and her experience today. So uh, share a little bit more about Rebecca through like more official bio Um, is she lives currently in Santa Barbara. She has three kiddos and she has a PhD from Pacifica in mythological studies with an emphasis in archetypal psychology. Um, She is a creativity coach and has her practice here locally in Santa Barbara. You can find out um, more information. I'll put it uh, in some way you'll be able to get her website and link. Uh, She uses an intuitive approach to human expression and ritual and helps create a space for humans struggling to feel aware and seen in their emotional and creative endeavors. She's helped artists, healers, innovators to own their own genius, and she still does that, uh, to see clearly the gifts that they offer and expand their capacity in frustrating or complex situations. She loves to hold space with an individual and get to know their dreams and fascinations. And I you know, all this is in an official bio, but I really know that to be true about Rebecca, that she is an amazing space holder and a woman who really walks her talk of wanting to express in the world. So thank you for being here today. I'm so happy you're here. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Yay! (laughs) Um, So I'd love to start us off. I'm starting each one of these podcasts with similar to what we would do if we had a session together or um, a group session how are you feeling this, this morning? So we're here today is Friday and, um, and what's current, what's current in Rebecca land? 
Ooh, I am feeling really good today. Um, I've had a lot of really big wins this week and a lot of amazing synchronistic connections. Um, so I'm a little bit buzzy, like I can feel like in my face and hmm. kind of this, um, got a lot of big energy. And, um, so it's kind of in there and it's sparkling around me a little bit. Hmm. You know me, there's always that like, who can I hold it? At? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, baby. That's kind of where I am. Um, but I had a really good conversation this morning with a dear friend and owned a lot of stuff and I keep chapping I keep looping. Yeah. Back into my body and so mm. that's feeling really good. Beautiful. Yeah, those of you that are listening, we're filming this on video. You can't see us, but I just took a very big deep breath with Rebecca. Um, and so in service of transparency and the intention for these conversations of real talk, honest conversation, I'll share also what I'm feeling this morning. Um, I too am feeling in a, in a flow right now. I feel like I'm, I'm on a wave of, of expansion and continuing to to play in my edges, in my body, in my energy. Um, I, I'm noticing I did wake up with, a, I, and this is a classic way that I upper limit myself with a little bit of pain in my body. So I'm, I did wake up with a, a little bit of a heel pain into my hamstring. So I'm noticing that, although my attention's not going there so much. So it's, I'm, I'm, it's a both hand right now and appreciating my body for the ways that it communicates to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I'm feeling really happy to be here with you. I, I love you so much. And I'm really grateful that you're willing to share with me in this space and uh, collaborate in a, a different way together. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really enjoying the idea of this. Um, mm. I've been doing a lot of podcasting lately and really loving the ways that communication can come through in the spontaneous voice. And so this is mm -hmm. Juicy. <laughs> um, ooh, and I, I, I know that our listeners can't see it, but that painting behind you feels very resonant to yeah. what we're up to today. Do you want to describe what that painting is so for people this, that are listening? This is a painting I painted when I was, uh, I think I started this series when I was 25. Um, mm. out of grad school or not out of undergrad um, art school mm. and it's my archetypal women series so ah. I dug into my primary most important female icon archetypes and I'd gone to the library and I'd done all this research on the symbols of them and this is Eve mm. and it's it's Eve um, and if you look she's got the apple symbol these are the most important parts for me. One is the phases of the moon and the other one is the open rose because I was thinking about her in terms of her representation for female sexuality mm. and, the, and the stages of our cycle. Ironically, talking to you, right? <laughs> of course, that's why I must have been tuning in because this is so much about where I want to go with you today. So I think this is, this is a great segue into yeah. Yeah. our cycle and um, even, you know, the broader essence of that, which is the, the theme of these podcasts are around aligning to your sacred rhythms. And yeah. I'm really describing that as 
our cycles, uh, the rhythms that we have internally, our own energy rhythms, our body rhythms, our mind rhythms, the ways that we connect to ourselves, and so many of the ways that we can get out of those rhythms. So I want to start off this space with, uh, I'd love for you to share a little bit more for the listener that's here that maybe new to this theme and, um, and or someone that wants to keep expanding more into this theme. Uh, share more where you began specifically on this journey with me. So this was back in, I believe it, I was thinking about it this morning, the beginning of 2014. Um, and we started, you started in a six month group program, like someone who's listening might be interested in Yes. and share more with us how you were experiencing the theme of aligning with your rhythms and specifically how you sensed you were out of sync with your rhythms yeah. before yeah. you started the program and when you first started the program. So I know you have a lot to share on this, so I'm excited <laughs> to hear it. <laughs> so um, interestingly, you know, speaking of, you know, cycles, um, I was in 2014, I was in a spin. <laughs> I was spinning so rapidly that I felt like I had lost complete touch and grounding hmm. and um, was just grasping at all these different threads that I was constantly having to try and service. And I had really gotten to the point where I was spinning and literally not doing any of the things. I had so many things on my plate and so many people that I felt like I needed to be in service to and their, their needs and their requirements that I had gone at like the week at that particular week where I made the choice to work with you, what had happened prior to that, I literally felt like I was standing in the middle of the spin mm. and not actually completing a single task. It was so amazing to realize that I was moving so rapidly for nothing for, for no result, no result at all. And I received an email <laughs> from you, a newsletter email, and it more or less asked the question of, you know, what do you need in the midst of that? And I'm like, oh my God. And it somehow, I can't even remember which one it was or what quite the wording was, but it was literally the question I needed to ask. Mm. And so, you know, I like to take those synchronistic uh, messages as truth. And I'm like, well, yeah, I need Melanie. So I, I said, um, Melanie, I think I need to talk to you. <laughs> and we got on the phone and it was so instantly grounding and instantly like, right, I need, I need help to realign and to walk my path. And mm -hmm. you know, another piece of that is uh, in my more distant path, I had a practice of kind of follow what I used to call following my nose, mm. which was sort of being in the world and intuiting my next steps and trusting. Mm. And I had gotten completely out of alignment with that. And and for had experienced about three years of non-synchronistic, non-universe gifting. Like up until then, you know, when I'm in my flow and I'm in following my nose, the universe brings me what I need at the right moment. And, and then it's recognized and it makes sense and it feels good. And, you know, and all of that had gone away because I was in this space of just spin. Mm. Um, and so I felt like, you know, your, your message was one of the first gifts I'd been 
well, I don't think it's probably the first gift I've been given because the universe is fine. <laughs> yes. But the first one I was able to recognize as a truth and allow in. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. that was a huge piece of it. Yeah. And then I want to say, I know it was in that first six month program. Um, we were in the midst of our work and I was pretty clear that I was giving away a lot of energy externally to others and you asked me a critical question which was are you willing to commit to yourself Mm. (laughs) I don't even remember asking that but that sounds so good (laughs) and it was Uh, absolutely life-altering because we turned focus back to where it needed to be Yes. And it was, you know, I was in that space where I was like, all of the people I was committing to were not in alignment with me and were not um, helping me to be where I needed to be in life. Mm-hmm. And, and I was so externally focused that that's all I was looking at. And so that question yeah. was just, it was a major, you know, what I like to say now that I'm working towards is it was a pause. It was that important pause to sit and be and realign. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. And for the listeners that are listening, I feel like that right there, you just shared one gem, one way that I feel that you've really come back to alignment, that question of, are you willing to commit to yourself? Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, and it was in the midst of the question of, I don't know who to commit to. I don't know what commitments I should make. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it was like, so strangely, you know, beautifully, perfectly obvious, you know, you commit to yourself. You commit yes. To your own path and your own practice. And that gives you the strength and the and the energetic to be able to be in the world and mm-hmm. meet others from the energy that you're giving yourself rather yes. than taking all of your own energy and trying to feed others with it. Yes, exactly. Ooh, I love what you just said, taking all your energy and trying to feed others with it. And then going back to a few of the pieces that you were speaking to about very externally focused with uh with yourself and your, your own awareness of self in time and space, share more for someone that's listening. And, and I want to go directly through the word of power. So what, how I really see that and so much, I already know this so much about you, so I can just go dive right in is uh, one of the ways we misalign or we come out of rhythm with ourselves is to be very externally focused, which you were just talking about. And I also see that as a way of outsourcing our power so that I'm outsourcing my power and things outside myself that, that, that food is what's going to tell me I'm okay. Or that relationship is what's going to tell me I'm okay. And how that can create a a, a dissonance with our own, our own rhythm. Would you be willing to share more about your experience with both how the effect of that was happening in your body? Like to, to even go more specifics and then also ways that, and we'll get more into this more specifically later. So if it doesn't come right now, great. And ways that you did come back to, I'm sourcing, like I commit to myself. So share a little more about how that showed up when you were not in that place. Right. So, wow. (laughs) I know it's a big question. (laughs) I know. I'm like, okay, body, body, body. Um, 
So, um, you know, at one point you gave me a mantra, which I'm is now circling back to in a much bigger way with owning it. Whereas at the time it was completely unowned, which is, you know, I'm sourcing my own power. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the way it was showing up, you know, in the physical manifestations is I was at a point where I was no longer feeling my own value internally at all. And I was completely reliant on external valuation. So depending on whether someone, and I had many, many someones, was um, giving me approval, I was either in a high, high energy or I was completely crashed out. Yeah. I was like really cycling a lot of energetic, um, even ability to walk in the world mm-hmm. not at any given day. Um, so, and I was at the point where I didn't have, I mean, I, I sort of had some pre- physical practices that I kind of knew had worked in the past. And so I was sort of like trying to return to them, trying to grasp onto them, not giving myself permission to mm. bring, you know, the time for them, like meditation and yoga, my creative processes, they were all on my list, but they were not getting actual, they weren't getting valued enough to give me like even a half hour in the day to mm-hmm. like do them. Um, but I was like sort of clinging to the idea of them and they were turning into half twos along with everything else. And so they were even becoming external. It wasn't even like, you know, they were a part of me. They were this other thing on my list that I had to do. And then depending on how I was seen and perceived and, you know, loved in air quotes here, uh, (laughs) out in the world, I would feel like, uh, maybe I had the energy to kind of feed myself or, oh, it's no longer necessary because I feel so good with this, you know, being approved of. Um, And it was just, and that was part of the spin. It was like, you know, everything was sort of, because it wasn't coming from my core. Yes. It wasn't coming from my grounding and my choices and my sense of waking up in the morning. And as I've been saying lately, checking in to see if I'm in my aliveness. Mm Um, then it was this kind of like machine gun spattering of energetic, like things out into the air and, um, and it was exhausting. Yeah. I was exhausted all the time and I wasn't sleeping and, um, I felt so scattered that like I couldn't find my keys, you know, you know, I was making commitments to people all the time and maybe manifesting, um, half of the time, if that, um, I was choosing to do work that wasn't feeding me. Um, I wasn't feeding myself well, um, sometimes not at all. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I would like go a whole day and like not have eaten. Um, and it was, yeah, it was kind of a energetic, um, mania mm. that had all these floating pieces that didn't line up to anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, something that I'm really appreciating your sharing in your process is that even that you noticed even practices that 
we see is in our culture that are good for us, like yoga <laughs> and meditation and eating well and taking care of yourself, that even those were coming from a place outside yourself, that, they, that even those were, were coming from a place of a should or a have to. And I really want to pull that out for the people that are listening because one of, and I know you know this, Rebecca, because we've, we've played so much with this and I want you to share your experience of this in a moment, is that I feel that the women that are listening right now are smart. Yeah. <laughs> They're smart. You are smart women. So yay, go ahead and give yourself a kiss. Well, I'm smart. <laughs> and, I, and you know what to do. And this program, you know, one of my passions in life is that and I, and I know you know this, one of my ways that I love to express my genius and collaborate with others is that this is not just a cookie cutter version of a yoga practice or a meditation practice or a, a self-care practice that that stuff really, in my opinion, doesn't work. And so, you know, the, the women that are on this call might be listening like, well, you know, what's wrong with me? Like, why can't I commit? And to me, it's like that outsourcing, I'm looking at, I'm not looking at the the right question. I don't even say right, but the question that's going to bring the most aliveness. And to me, that's, it's what I've really experienced in you and what I'm all up to in this programming is I'm supporting you in sourcing your own version and expression of yoga, meditation, self-care, self-expression, and the ways that that feeds you so that it's an insourcing rather than something that you're putting on yourself. Um, can you share more? I know you can. So would you be willing? <laughs> you can share more. That is available for you. And you, <laughs> this is real, real time, people. Uh, would you be willing to share more about what was the shift for you? And, and I you know you've shared a couple pieces, like I commit to myself and I commit to sourcing my own power. And what do you feel like through this program that you learned through here and the sisterhood and the connection with me that has really landed for you that you would want others to know that you feel like, Oh, I really want you to know this. Like if you if, learn through my wisdom, please. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, as I was listening to you talk, the thing that really comes through for me is um, I, I've been learning and I'm still in the practice of um, kindness to myself. Mm. Um, there are so many moments of, you know, I used to say things like, you know, I work really hard to create a practice and then I fail, you know, and I'm in a cycle of fail and not, I can't, you know, I can't ever get to my best practice because every time it starts to go, well, I, you know, I do something wrong. And, and I used to actually experience it as a failure. And it was like these little deaths every single time I didn't do it exactly perfect. And um, a majority of the practice over the last, I think like three years that we've been in circles together, I think it's more than three years at this point, yeah. um, has been me creating these new habits of kindness and really looking into, you know, cause I, I know the persona work. I am intimate with quite a few of my personas, I'm starting to really see some of the other ones and some of them are un that are unnamed feel like they're about to get some names. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, while I was aware of how personas ride me, I had not really gotten good at, you know, giving them the nurturing space that they needed 
to feel safe and out of anxiety enough to calm the fuck down. Mm -hmm. It was like, I didn't have the, the, the internal mothering, which is the thing that's a big persona that I'm building in a way, you know, that I'm, I'm sort of constructing from my understanding of my actual mothering out into the world to return to me in the process of that I'm learning oh these you know the little match girl who feels like she's going to freeze to death in the snow actually needs to have the fantasy of being held happen you know if I just get mad at her every time she shows up and becomes incredibly weak and falls into fetal position I'm not helping because basically I'm just telling her, no, you can't come in. You've got to freeze to death in the snow. Yeah. And that doesn't change that cycle. Yes. So um, a lot of my practice has been, you know, even, and it's so hard for me, embracing things like, yeah, you're not doing yoga right now. And in fact, maybe given your emotional space in the moment, that is, actually yoga for you yes (laughs) that's healthy and it's okay yes Um, and so you know I like to drive myself I like to be you know again air quotes the best I can possibly be Mm -hmm. (laughs) and Mm -hmm. really you know punishingly work on myself and so backing off a little bit and um, leaning into some of my less functional spaces and allowing them to say what they need to say to me has been a huge, huge thing. Yes. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that the, the, what I'm hearing is the, uh, and you didn't say this word exactly is the softening. There's been a so- there, a softening, a, a, a learning how to embody kindness to yourself and to these different parts of yourself. And for those of you that are listening that um, are like, you're like personas, what are personas? Um, there's so much to share on personas and it's so much more of what we dive into, into the six month program and the nutshell of personas are, they're these different parts of ourselves that, um, as humans, we require attention. And if we don't get it, we will die. We, we actually, we don't just need attention. We require it. And so when our essence isn't enough, our essential, beautiful, brilliant selves, isn't enough, then we, we create these personas or these different parts of ourselves to get attention. And personas are more of those doing beings. And um, when we're in the grip of a persona, we usually know we're in a grip of it because it feels like almost like we're hooked in or we're driven by it, or there's a doing quality to it where our essence doesn't have the space to really shine. And so what Rebecca sharing is, is um, and what I have seen so much of, and I have loved exploring personas with you so much is is that there has been a loosening of the grip of some of those really grippy ones that, um, and and that's created more space for yourself is what I'm hearing. Yeah. 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 And that I'm, I'm in so much more kindness to myself. The softening is allowing me to find places of loving kindness, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, self-compassion, which I have always given lip service to the idea of <laughs> and, <Me too. laughs> and really really had a hard time practicing it yeah. was not it does not come naturally to me it's not um my family of origin behavior mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and, um yeah so that's been a huge learning curve um yeah. and really really special and important yeah 
I feel that. I feel that. And I want to go back to something you're saying and really pulled out the, the body piece of that. I feel, and, and I can say this because I know you also very well beyond this conversation, is that this is, like you said, it, became, it went from a place of just giving it lip service to a place of embodiment. And that is so much of what we're up to, of realigning with our rhythm. To me, and I know you know this, so I'm preaching to the choir, but for those of you that are listening, um, we will have a very almost impossible, very difficult time shifting something at a head level. We need to be in our bodies and the intelligence of our bodies that can create that shift. So what I, what I love again about what you're sharing is you've created, and it's always a journey and a play, right? For me too, um, created a embodiment of that loving kindness, a, a visceral experience of it. Like, this is what that feels like. Yes. Yeah. And then a practice of it. And then a practice. Like exactly. it's gone even past the like, Ooh, I once felt that, that one yeah. time to being, okay, I'm cultivating feeling this and what are the ways. And it, it's so awesome because, you know, um, when you look at the, like the larger, uh, theoretical understandings of things like yoga, you know, yoga is that holistic life thing it's the you know it's all the stuff that you do it's it's creating the breath and the pause and the the slow awareness of everything around you all day long in all of your activities and your eating and your walking whatever and simultaneously you know it's really hard to get that in your body um especially when there's this ideal of what clean perfect yoga looks like exactly yeah and and to realize that it's this like calming pause to be in total honest integrity with the way that i'm feeling in my body yes that's so huge and, mm -hmm. and that that is actually my yogic practice yeah and you know and it, it started i had inklings of it from my mat years ago and the work with you has been really taking that in, in these waves of, of mm. physical awareness. Yeah. It's big. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. And I, and I feel, uh, I, what do I feel? I feel a delight hearing you share. I, I, I feel the, the, I'm using my hands, like the, just the very palpable, that's the word I want to say, the very palpable experience that you're creating and that you've created. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I want to, I want to ask you a couple more questions. I feel like you're such a wealth of knowledge and I, um, and since you have been working with me beyond even the six month program, you know, you know, these circles, you know, my work, um, for someone that may be new to me or that is on the edge of, Ooh, that sounds great. And tell you know, and, and I feel scared about what is it like to be with a group of women that I don't know? And, um, <laughs> I know you have some stuff to share on that. Um, yeah. and you know, what is it like working with Melanie? Like, you know, is, is it safe? You know, all that stuff that might be coming up for people that are thinking about choosing towards themselves. Share a little bit about your experience, how this container, this space, this program has been supportive for you in aligning with your own rhythms again, and specifically me and the circle and the sisterhood and the group itself. Yeah. So, um, well, first of all, I came to you and, you know, probably 
the reason I was able to hear the message of your email um, is because you are safe. Mm. You are a wonderfully heart-centered, totally safe sister. In the, and you create a container um, that feels like a growing place. You know, I don't feel, um, I, f I'm going to go with what I do feel. I feel seen and I feel heard and I feel held when I'm in work with you. Mm. Just, just, you know, our one-on-one -on -one and, and our rapport. And that's been true since we were peers, you know, back at the very beginning of our knowing each other, but I felt seen by you mm. in a way that just struck me. Um, and that's, you know, your energetics are just very, um, very wise and very sweet mm. um, in a way that touches me and, um, allows me to open. Um, and as a result has allowed me, um, and I told you this in our, in our retreat recently, uh, has allowed me to, um, let my guard down and be and ask for support from you um, in ways that I don't ask for support because mm -hmm. I don't normally feel or haven't in the past felt yeah. safe to do that. Um, and I feel like I can practice um, reaching out and, and being held and as something that I chose with you mm -hmm. um, and, and admitting to having chosen it. You know, like all the, all the layers that go yeah. along with like the weird trick of support. <laughs> um, yes. And that's just an insanely huge gift. Um, it's, it's an almost, you know, there aren't really words for it. It's completely, it's in my body. Mm -hmm. I just know that when I'm standing next to you, um, I don't feel that uncertainty. Mm. And, um, and if I do, it gets melted pretty quickly. Um, you know, when I go into, and also because I know that I mostly don't feel it, I have this beautiful ability, um, with you because of the space you create that if I am feeling it, it's probably mine. Mm. I get to actually do some work. Mm. Um, and so that's, that's a really neat thing too. You know, it's like there's, and I've watched you do that. And so this is where we get into the group. I've watched you do that with other women as well. Mm. So I've gotten to see other women own their shit because <laughs> they've been in a space with you and they've recognized in the midst of their defendedness that it's not you, it's them. Mm -hmm. and, they, and I've watched them physically manifest the um, sudden awareness and the dawning that, oh my God, they're holding something. Yeah. And so I've gotten to be in practice where I've seen other people unfold that. And I've gotten to sit there and feel their mm. unfolding and understand the larger universal awareness of unfolding, Yeah, which is an incredibly, it's like, it's almost impossible in, unless you've experienced it to really quite grasp how cool that is and how healing that is. Um, and that's a huge part of working with others in the group on top of the fact that, you know, the group dynamic stuff brings a lot of my issues to the front. You know, just as in when we're in a personal relationship with another person in a marriage or, you know, a lovership or whatever, um, we have this uh, opportunity to be 
working through some of our stuff that we can't do on our own. Um, when, yes. when we're in collective, especially a collective of women, because I feel like in our society, we've done so much, you know, cliquish wounding um, as a part of you know, the past narrative, the past human narrative of, you know, power dynamics, um, that we have so much sisterhood wounding that we need to get through and heal. And there's huge opportunity in this circle with you because of the way you hold space in the frame to actually see some of that. And mm -hmm. um, I've had amazing growth moments um, mm. opening into sharing and also moments of taking on boundaries that yeah. I wasn't allowing myself. Yes. Which is the other piece of it. Like really yes. getting to be in practice of being in a space with other women and not having to take on their shit. Yes. Which is so, that's like a big growth for me. That's, that's huge. Yeah. Yes, it is. All of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sitting over here and I'm, I'm, um, I'm receiving you. Thank you. Thank you for your sharing. And, and, uh, yeah, that's edgy. You know, my, my body's like, Oh wow. That's so, you know, <laughs> and, and what I appreciate about you is I appreciate you being such a, I'm going to say the word, this is what's coming. So I'm going to say it, a genius collaborator it, with me. And, and I know, you know, this, like to me, this is the way this group really works is through collaboration yeah. and through um, me getting to be in discovery with each of you as you're in discovery and, and the real palpable, and I get the chills as I say this, like the real and tears a little bit, like the palpable shifts that are available and that I get to be witness to in you, that the, the undefendedness, the ability to, to be able to play with and see what other people bring up for you and where you need to set clear boundaries and where you also can open more and all those pieces. Um, it's a gift to me. So thank you for sharing your experience and, and helping people see the scope of of what that is. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to put into words. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, I feel it very deeply and I feel it with you and I feel it with each woman that I get to collaborate with and share with. And yeah. So thank you for capturing that for the people that are listening, that they get to yeah. feel the resonance of that. Yeah. So as we wrap up, I would love for you to share with, with our listeners and the women that are here, um, one gem, like if you could share in, and you've shared so many great, delicious gems in here. I'm so excited to go back and listen to this and put together some of the show notes. And um, if it's a woman that's listening, that's thinking about choosing towards herself and wanting a shift and wanting to choose her own power and create from a place of authoring her life rather than being at the effect of others. What's the gem that you have for them from your own direct experience? Um, returning to body wisdom is a huge part of the work. It is the gift. And, um, that connecting up 
you know, from my core, from my body to all of my brain stuff that's always going anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, has saved my life. Mm. Yeah. And you've created that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate you for your creation. <laughs> This was so juicy with you. I, I would love to keep going and um, we're, we'll, we'll complete for now. And I know you and I will have many waves of connection after. Thank yes. you all for listening. Thank you, Rebecca, for sharing your beautiful heart and your wisdom and your, your juicy, soulicious self. That's, <laughs> I've never said those words exactly like that. I'm going with it. I'm, yeah. And I uh, thank you all for listening today. Thank you. Thank you for being part of this podcast series with us and for choosing to fill your own cup up through this intimate conversations. I found that there's something so deeply powerful in hearing one woman share her expression and what that unlocks for each of us. And so if there's a part of you that wants more of that, that wants to go deeper on your journey and explore and continue to be in discovery with other like-minded women, I would love to support you in seeing what's possible for you. As I mentioned, this special four-part series is in honor of the opening of my newest incarnation of the Yogalicious six-month program, realigning to your sacred rhythm and your essential expression. Through this sacred six-month journey, I will guide you through the foundational steps that I really feel are there to free you up and awaken your true self, to get in sync again with your natural rhythms, to reconnect to the sacred within you, and to know exactly how to start making your self-care and self-acceptance practices a first priority, resulting in feeling more flow with you and in your life. And then truly from all that, creating the life that you know that you are meant to live and being in the body and the experience of the woman and the soul and the expression that you know you're meant to share with others and with yourself. The group is complete with intimate group sessions, themed topics that relate directly to your transformation, immersive retreats, and a kickoff visioning session that's all designed to bring you home to yourself within a community of other women who see you and get you, a place where you can truly be yourself. I found that in a world where there is so much stimulus and chaos and ways that we can distract ourselves, it's so easy to forget who we really are. It's so easy to forget to check in, to skip that practice, and then it adds to a week of beating up on yourself and slipping into old patterns of self-criticism, doubt, mistrusting your body and your intuition. You need more than just a yoga class here and there. You need a space to fully immerse yourself in over time allowing you to sink back into your rhythm and anchor you back into these essential teachings. This program is for you whether you're completely new to yoga and self-exploration classes, and you might even be thinking, oh my gosh, can I do that? And it's also for the woman who is a seasoned practitioner who's been on this path for a while. This is exactly the space in the sisterhood that will guide you into those next steps that you're truly wanting for yourself. And there's something so immensely powerful about having someone, someone like me, who sees you and can hold that space with you to flash a loving light in any of those areas where you're still keeping yourself small. So if somewhere in you is feeling curious, some spark has lit up in you from these conversations, and you're feeling called to explore more, I invite you to follow the lead of that, that possibility, to follow the lead of that spark of curiosity 
And to learn more about the program, including more details about it and some of the ways that will support you through the Yogalicious way, you can visit the website at www.melanieelkin.com forward slash six dash month dash group dash program. And while you're on that page and you're exploring and you feel that then impulse to go even more, you can follow the links there to set up a private, complimentary, personal, no-strings-attached phone call with me, and we'll explore together what truly wants to happen for you if you were to take these next steps. It's also my pleasure to offer you a special early bird discount if you choose to take those next steps for yourself. Our journey begins October 2017, and it would be such a joy to play with you if you're feeling that yes. And for now, I'm sending you so much love, and as always, such a huge amount of gratitude for your presence, your showing up, your tuning in, your coming here to play, and to being part of this community. 